Hey guys, this is Britton from Emerald Pacific, and I am coming at you today to talk about brand briefs. And brand briefs are basically like the instruction manual for your brand and what kind of elements make up the brand, what kind of colors, type, and so on and so forth, and all that good stuff. So I cannot stress enough how important it is for any company, whether it's just you whether it's a couple people that are part of the company, or even if you're a pretty large corporation, at some point you need to have a brief or a set of guidelines for what encompasses your brand. And it's surprising how very little companies, and it's typically within the small to medium scale businesses, don't have any kind of guidelines or any kind of brand aesthetic going forward once they develop a logo. So there's a couple components that make up the branding brief or the branding guidelines. And that's what we're going to talk about today are what those guidelines are and why they're important and especially how important it is to grow with your company and your guidelines over time. So the components that make up a brand guideline or a brand brief this includes, one, the story, and this is supposed to talk about your company, how it got started, what kind of values you guys hold, or what kind of um, truths about your company, where it's been, and where it's headed. This should encompass what you're proud about. This should encompass the industry that you're in, and really give a good explanation for why people care about you as a company or as a brand. And then the next segment of the story is talking about what kind of attributes or what kind of ways people will describe your brand. So this could be forward thinking, this could be progressive, modern, you could be organic, or you could be raw. And there's a couple ways that you can describe your brands to give people a good idea of who you are and what you represent. And then the next section or the next component in a set of guidelines or a brief is the actual logo itself. And the logo should be an embodiment of who you are. It should be a testament of where you've been. And it should be a good representation of who you are and what you represent to your community. The logo is one of the most personal things that you can have in your brand. And this is something that we talked about a little bit while back in the Logo Design Podcast. And if you're curious about what was said back then, feel free to go back there and check that out if you want to listen to that before you listen forward on this. So the logo should be embodiment of who you are, what you represent, the design decisions behind why things are organized a certain way or why it's represented. And a logo should be a testament of everything you are. It shouldn't be something that's thrown together. It should definitely not be something that contradicts your industry or your company or the progressive thinking that you have in how you'll adapt as a brand over time. And then there's a lot of logistics with the logos. We, As far as like from a design perspective and a marketing perspective, we always like to give ample amount of white space so the logo can be easily seen on marketing materials and all that good stuff. So after you talk about the logo, the next component is your type and your colors. 
and the type is specifically typography. So this should be the types of fonts that you use in the company. And if a certain font isn't available, any kind of backup font or any kind of representation, just in case a designer or someone that falls behind and tries to make something for your company, they have at least a set of rules and a set of guidelines on how they can best represent your company and represent your brand. And also the colors. And the colors are really important, specifically when you have specific numbers. So the numbers that I'm talking about could be Pantone palettes, like any kind of Pantone color set that you've used, or maybe like a hexadecimal color code where someone can easily type it in. This is usually like RGB, which RGB short is red, green, blue. And typically RGB colors is how someone will represent your logo or your look when they're on websites or any kind of digital marketing. Then you have CMYK color codes. And this is cyan, magenta, yellow, and the K is for black. And it's typically like a spot black. And the reason this is important are these are the colors that typically encompass all of your print materials. So this should be the color coding that will get sent to like your print designer and anyone that's putting together pamphlets, brochures, flyers, so on and so forth. So that's why the colors are important. And along with the type, if you're sending something off the print and maybe the printer doesn't necessarily have the type that you may be using for your company, they can use either a substitute or you can make sure that everything is all outlined and good to go before you even send it off to get print. And in the next section of a brand brief or a set of guidelines should be a set of rules pertaining to how the company should be represented in their type and in their stories and the kind of personality that comes out in when you are like writing copy. So this will be the kind of personality that comes up and this is how people will interpret you through any kind of not really visual communication, not that yet, but any kind of written or verbal communication. There should be a set of guides that tries to give a good idea on the personality of the brand and how things should be written. Then you get into the visual element side of it, which is more of like the print ads and commercials and advertising. And you don't have to really go like too crazy with like commercials or anything video because this is meant to be more of kind of a tangible guideline where someone will pick it up a lot kind of like a pamphlet or a book and read through and make sure that they're representing your company or your brands in the utmost respect and effectiveness so this would be advertising examples what kind of photography should be used and who should be specifically targeted and who the audience is, and how you should get across your visual communications to your market and demographic. So the reason these briefs are so important as you've kind of listened along, you're like, wow, that is a lot of stuff. Um, I haven't really put anything together like that. I just have everything in my head. The reason you want to write this down immediately Anything pertaining to your brand, anything pertaining to your company is let's take an example where maybe you want to retire 
and you love your company and it's hard to let go of a company because sometimes you feel like it may lose the respect that it once had or it may lose its touch where they kind of lose focus on what the company used to represent a set of branding guide and a set of rules if you have it in a tangible form is your way of protecting your legacy and your company and brand where someone can pick this up and say, oh, this is how I can best represent this company once the founder or the person who used to be in charge is out of the picture. So if you want to preserve your legacy, if you want to preserve what the company represents, the branding guide is the best way of doing that. And it's good to have a branding guide in general just from... The perspective that anyone that's trying to put together an advertisement or put together any kind of marketing for you, they need to have a good idea of what they're doing. That it usually isn't enough just to go through an interview and talk about this is what the company represents. You know, these are the different logos. Go and make something cool. Come back and I may or may not approve of it. This is your way of being able to hand over rules and give it to a print designer, give it to a visual designer, web designer, and basically say, hey, this is what we value as a company. This is what we value as a brand. These are the colors we use. This is the type we use. This is the name of the type. This is the different numbers pertaining to our colors. Go forward and make something beautiful based on these rules. You're going to end up with a much better result because the designer is going to have a good idea of what they need to do when they put together something for your company or for your brand. So to recap, since this is a bit of a quick podcast where um, basically when it comes to like branding guidelines or branding briefs, make sure that you encompass the story any kind of attributes that pertain to what your company or your brand represents, any kind of type associated with your company that people should use, any kind of colors, and tons of examples of marketing materials or a good sense of direction of where to go. Just so you can, one, prepare yourself and your company for the future, for whoever follows behind you and works on your stuff, or for any kind of designers or any other companies that are trying to come in and help you with any kind of marketing or any kind of design direction. So if you have any questions about this podcast, any kind of comments, any kind of things that you're thinking about when you're listening to me ramble, definitely send me an email to britain at impactdesign.com or you can fill out the contact page on impactdesign.com Let us know what you thought, you know, comments, all that good stuff. This is all about community. So we love any kind of feedback. So feel free to submit comments either on this podcast or just send them to us over at Impact Design. And if you like this podcast, hit the subscribe or give us a like or some kind of feedback. Let us know that you liked it and that you want to see some more stuff like this in the future. Other than that. We can be found on SoundCloud and iTunes. Those are going to be the ways to find us. And hopefully I see some stuff coming into the inbox soon. And I look forward to talking to you all soon.